Hello. My name is Lawrence, and this week we ask the obvious and age-old question. Why do people hate Americans? I fuck dogs. I fuck cats. I've never done a deer. Just happen upon a dead animal, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck it. Bang my tranny ass. Tell me before you murder her, and I'll come over and we'll rape her. <laughs> we'll be rape. I mean, she'll enjoy it. Bang my tranny ass. Mental note. Don't even try to call Wackerly to help dispose of the corpse. They're soft in one bullshit. I'm gonna go masturbate in public. I'll be right back. I'm gonna masturbate right in front of you right now. I'm running out of pews. I, 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 I love how... Dude, I was so horny, I would have had sex with a dog. Damn it, I didn't get in the ass. Diarrhea running down my pants. I had my legs kicking around. There's shit flying everywhere. Getting just pounded in the ass. I'm gonna kill you, you motherfucker. Fuck is this, motherfucker? Fucking Americans! Those goddamn Yankees! I guess we did know after all. It's sick, and it's most certainly wrong. It's sick and wrong! Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. Lance Wackerly. Damn good to have that slide whistle back there, Wackerly. I've been neglecting it for the last couple shows. Well, you weren't here last week, and uh, right. there was no slide whistle going on. Sleazy tried to tried to play the slide whistle. This, his mouth has been on this. Gross. Oh, he didn't put it. He didn't use his mouth to blow in it. Oh, <laughs> worse. <laughs> no, I, I I wouldn't let him touch the slide whistle. It'd be sacrilege. That's true. But uh, no, it was a, it was a, a good episode there uh, uh, last week. We did an interview with Eddie Fiola, Hollywood stuntman. Uh huh. I heard. Yeah, no, it was, it was uh, entertaining. Uh, but you I were haven't away. listened to it yet, so I can't even refer to anything that happened. You were away uh, doing your glamour shots. How'd that go? Worked out pretty good. Really? Very glamorous. What, were you fully clothed in those glam glamour shots, or was it? They uh... made me remain fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So not by choice. No, no, no. The whole thing wasn't by choice. It was for my job. It was like school picture day, except I'm 35. Yeah, and that, that's, what I, like, what that's, what I, that's what I mentioned last week. I was like, God, it's, it, it just reminds me of like taking senior pictures. Yeah. Makes no sense. And you expect the photographer to maybe be gay, right? But yeah. this guy was super gay, but not twink gay. Like, not twink fashion gay. Like, bear gay. What, just like a big burly man like with a beard? Like, he sounded like this. <laughs> but he still said shit like, work it for the camera, baby. Come we, on, girlfriend. We work hard, we play hard. Yeah, I can't even do his voice. It hurts my throat. <laughs> He's more of a man than me. That's so what wait, saying. if he was in the village people, would he be the biker? Yeah, or the construction person, but probably the biker. All right. Maybe so. the, yeah. But then he had a, make, he had a makeup chick who he kept referring to as his wife. Well, you guys had to wear makeup? They did put makeup on me. Look oh, at my Jesus, fucking face, I don't dude. understand why your work is so gay. I don't know. Dude. Like, who cares? Well, this is the thing, though. So he keeps referring to this makeup chick as his wife, and uh, and that they even have a house together, and she's not laughing. Or, I mean, is this a beard situation? It's a downtown San Francisco he office. He said that's his wife? Yeah, multiple times. I don't understand why a gay man would even need a beard in this town. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it it was odd. No it was like... 
I don't even. I feel like there'd be a good thing to compare it to, but it was just. Did she have a penis? It was like overcompensating for something that didn't need to be compensated for. Yeah, I don't understand. Maybe I don't maybe, think she he, had a maybe penis. he wasn't gay. Maybe maybe he's he not might a, be one of the rare effeminate just heterosexuals. an effeminate heterosexual man. Yeah, I, I think that happens every now and then. Yeah, you know, you know, he's an artist, so maybe that's just how it is. But um, so they, they took I hope photos. he doesn't hear this because he totally could kick my ass. They took photos of everybody at your work. <laughs> oh my god, it was all day fucking long. Oh, it was individual a whole day photos, thing. formal in front of like the gray backdrop, casual, you know, leaning in a chair without the tie on, and then the group shots at the end of the day. Oh, Jesus, dude, so they went all out, man. God, that's insane. I might post one of them, one or two of the pictures on the uh, on the old website, or at least put them on Facebook. When when I wasn't looking, I. I became a fat-headed Scott, Scottish person. <laughs> so wait, person wait, of Scottish when descent. When you're looking at a picture of yourself, and it's been a while since you actually seen yourself in like, a picture, in a portrait. Because when you look at yourself in the mirror, like your eyes don't really work like a camera, right? They're different. I, was, I haven't seen a picture of myself like that in a while, and I'm like, oh my god, I look like my fucking alcoholic uncles. I always think I kind of look more like desiccated and diseased in photos. Yeah, than, I look more than I do alcohol in real life. swollen than I do in real life, and that's a lot. That's saying a lot. <laughs> So I mentioned last week with, uh, when uh, Sleazy E was here on the show that uh, we didn't get to go to Gary Newman because it was canceled because of the the volcanic ash. And uh, Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. You didn't get to what? No Gary Newman. <laughs> volcanic ash in England. <laughs> Apparently they don't know how to fly a plane through a black cloud. Yeah, I, I don't quite really understand why that's going on. So and <laughs> so anyway, I ended up taking uh, exchanging those tickets and getting tickets for the Bronx, uh-huh. which we saw last night. And I already want to. Were the Matthew Sweet tickets sold out or what? Yeah, no Matthew Sweet okay. going on there. But I always want to uh, issue a disclaimer. I'm a little uh, hungover today, so I think I might be off. Oh, okay. Off this show. Okay. Uh, a bit hungover. Because we, I got, you were we say- got wasted last night. <laughs> but I didn't get half as wasted as Sleazy E. It's, I mean, that was his birthday. And he was doing a lot of shots, and he was getting pretty drunk. Yeah. And uh, he, he staged over at the end. And I don't know if, like, uh, the people, like, if he fell on top of some girls or what exactly <laughs> happened, or if everyone just kind of moved away, but he fell and hit his face on the floor. Wow. Smashed open his eye, like a big gash above his eye, and was just, like, bleeding all over the place. And still, like, and most people would be like, I'm going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Or, like, go straight to the hospital, get it stitched up. Even the people there, like, the security were like, dude, you should get stitches. He's like, nah, just has wadded up bloody paper towel watching the rest of the show. Yeah. Even tried to hang out with the band afterwards. Having tons of alcohol <laughs> in your system is great for your body's blood clotting ability, too. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he was, he was bleeding profusely. But the best part about it is, so you get a gash like that, and it looks pretty bad, you know, at the time that it actually happens. But the next day, and the, you know, the, and the, uh, the, the successive days after that, his eye is like purple and black. And right. he's showing up at work. Yeah. And everybody notices it. When you have a black eye at work, it's the, it's the, it's the worst place. It's so conspicuous. Right. I mean, everybody, even people you don't know that well, just walk by like, whoa, do you get in a fight? <laughs> like when you work in a corporate environment, to have a black eye yeah. means that something happened. Yeah, like, it's they better think to you be, got attacked or something. Yeah, well, it's better to be a dude than a than a woman because if a woman gets a black eye, everybody yeah. thinks that her boyfriend's beating her, <laughs> that she's being abused. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's what Sleazy should say. Is just like 
my boyfriend hit me. Well, he does have a history of abusive girlfriends. He does. Physically. He does. Yeah, he could say that. But, you know, the best thing to do if you potentially have a concussion is drink till you pass out. It's <laughs> a so good job, Sleazy. But it's great, though, because everybody that walks by, like our CEO and like the CFO and all these people would be like, whoa, dude, what happened to your eye? Ian just keeps saying... Uh, the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. Oh. <laughs> just people that you know have not even seen the movie. Yeah, it's I, great. See, I was going to say, you got to go back to the old the 1950s zinger. What would that be? You should see the other guy. <laughs> yeah, they would get you that. should say that. Well, uh, speaking of face crushing, uh, not that his whole face was crushed. Um, I think Ian should make a face crushing video. I would whack off to it. <laughs> you probably would. But the fact of the matter is, he can make a face-crushing video, and it wouldn't be deemed illegal. In fact, he can make a video, as of this week, Ian can go out there and make a video of himself crushing hamsters and gerbils and mice in one hand against With his, his face. face. <laughs> against his face. Wow. <laughs> in true English headbutt fashion. Yeah. And he still, it still would not be illegal in this country. Because we live in the U.S. of A. The video. We have a First Amendment making of the video. You can be an auteur, a film auteur that films, uh, you know, crushing videos. Uh huh. And uh, it's not illegal. Well, the video isn't illegal, but still, crushing animals is illegal. Crushing animals is illegal. It's so, animal cruelty, but the filming, a, the, film, the video a, itself. It's kind of a catch twenty-two if you'd like to make a crushing video. Well, so what we're talking about is uh, this past Tuesday, this or actually is uh, last week, recently, the Supreme Court overturned an anti-animal cruelty law in a First Amendment case. They forcefully struck down a federal law aimed at banning depictions of dogfighting and other violence against animals, saying it violated constitutional guarantees of free speech and created a criminal prohibition of alarming breadth. <laughs> it was an eight-to-one ruling. Only one justice dissented, and that was Alioto. Alioto, that tree-hugging fucker. <laughs> wasn't he the guy that Bush appointed? Yeah. Like, he's what, a cat, what, he's, he's a, against abortion. He's against animal crushing videos. Well, what does Catholic. that guy like? The abortion thing makes sense because he's a Catholic. I, I assume he's probably Okay, also, and how does it explain the animal crushing? He's probably also against the death penalty. Uh, I don't know. It has something to do with Noah's Ark or some shit. I, I really don't know. Well, you know what did Scaly have to say? <laughs> I love my crushing videos. You can take, you can pry them out of my cold, dead hands, you motherfuckers. And uh, what's it, Clarence Thomas? No, I like a crushing video every now and then when it's a sexy lady. Yeah. Now, if it's a sexy lady doing well, the crushing, I don't see anything wrong with that. They better be crushing white albino <laughs> hamsters because I like the white meat. Now, if it's you a white mouse wife? being crushed by a black lady, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh. You know he went to but, like an Ivy League school and has like a fucking law degree. And, yeah, but do like, you know what? You work in a magazine where you fucking <laughs> digitize porno. Yeah, but all I'm saying is I don't think the world should forget the trial of Clarence Thomas. And what, I already what was forgot it. <laughs> what was it? Was it Anita Bryant? Was that her name? I don't think it was her. Was it? I, I don't remember. I, I don't remember that far back. But it's hard to remember because Clinton had all those skanks, like Paula Jones and all those other. But I, and I get them all confused. It the, wasn't well, Anita was, Bryant, the, it was but the, the 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 woman who was pressing sexual harassment yeah, against Clarence Thomas, yeah. she wasn't a skank. She was just like some uh, like a, a office worker or something, yeah. like an office manager. And she was also black, right? And she was black, and he would, and he would make all those comments about her ass. Didn't he show his dick to her in like the supply closet or something? <laughs> I know, and people seem to like just forget about that. Well, he wasn't convicted. 
No, I guess it wasn't proven, but uh, I, I just remember. You it just being believe quite it, anyway. <laughs> well, because dude, who would make that up? <laughs> I don't know. Don't people get Anyways, I'm derailing it here. Okay. Sexual harassment all the time. <laughs> so, Chief Justice uh, John Roberts Jr., who I've always just kind of felt was just like one of those conservative uh, dude. He's like Mr. Fucking Rogers. Yeah, no, I just exactly. him based on that, that he's so milk toast. He, he's such a milk toast like, conservative. Like, see, I like like Scalia and Clarence Thomas because they're just like rough and tumble motherfuckers. Yeah, well, but they're also like divisive and take a stand. I mean, this yeah. Roberts is just kind of like I, I am the you know the the judge of all that is equitable. Yeah, Roberts like if you went out to dinner with him at some fancy restaurant and everybody's ordering wine, he'll order like skim milk with ice. Like you fucker, <laughs> it, just, it just annoys everyone. But I do kind of agree with him here. He called startling and dangerous the government's argument that the value of certain categories of speech should be weighed against their. S- Societal costs oh, yes. when protecting free speech. Sorry, I talked so much shit about you, guy. That I know. Finally, smart. he's taking a stand. He says our constitution forecloses any attempt to revise that judgment simply on the basis that some speech is not worth it, and it's true. There it's are a, a lot slope. of things, but it is a slippery slope. And you know, I bring up um, the Westboro Baptist Church, mm-hmm. who um, you know have been uh, protesting what the funerals of dead soldiers. Amongst other things. Amongst yeah. other things, yeah. That is distasteful. It is atrocious, and it's horrible, and I hope those people rot in hell. But at the same time, it's sanctioned by our First Amendment. We're allowed to go do that. Yeah, yeah that's true. And I think it should be that. Now, crushing videos, I think crushing videos are disgusting. This taste. I've never seen one. <laughs> you know, I think I've seen... That's, a, that's, that's what, I find, what I find interesting about the, the fact that they're even you know, weighing in on this law. Yeah. Because what, what brought this law to the forefront? It all started in 1999, right? That's when the anti... Yeah, they, they developed a law because of these crushing videos. I, so I guess they must be out there. I, crushing videos are one of those things where I just think that it's just an urban myth, but apparently they made a law, so somebody saw some crushing videos. Well, people must know, we talked about crushing videos in like one of the early episodes of Sick and Wrong, but it's right. a sexual fetish that depicts the torture of animals like... Cats, dogs, monkeys, which just seem to be a little large to crush. Um, but <laughs> well, you, they, crush, they, you just crush their head. That's but, but I mean, you got to hold two monkeys, throw their poo, and they're violent animals. You can't just hold them down and crush them. Yeah, I think you violently beat the shit out of them first, first and then crush give them. Give them an ambient or something. But the, so the videos usually show a woman wearing stiletto heels or barefoot mm-hmm. crushing um, things. And so. And people I, jack off to this. And people, I get, apparently, it, it satisfies some sexual fetish. Really but weird. what I, but the thing is, though, I think these videos are rare. I've never actually seen one. I've never seen a monkey crushing. Yeah, video. but they, they say what happened is when this law was enacted, it was extremely effective, and it completely shut down the you know appearance of these things online or in whatever you can. So buy prior them. to 1999, the internet it was, was all over the place. Yeah, I know the the internet was deluged with crushing yes. videos. I remember my dad had like hundreds of these things in his collection. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's what they're implying. So so what but what inspired the law? Like why did they pass the law in 99? Like was it just because the in in there retaliation was this glut towards of crushing the crushing videos. the glut of crushing yeah, videos yeah. causing the- I'm sure it was sensationalized and you know it got it got up the chain to some, you know, elected uh judge type person or or no, I guess if there was a law that was made it was some legislature, right? But it was the legislature of the federal government. That's what we're talking about. Huh? So they outlawed the 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 sale of any of these crush videos. Okay, crush videos disappeared. 
But they never actually prosecuted any producers of Crush videos. No, the law it worked effectively in that it just scared everybody off. But yet it seems like they're going after dog people who videotape dog fighting. Well, yeah, so the law was never used that much because the videos just stopped getting made, these crushing things. But then they found this guy, uh, what's his name? Something Stevens. Robert Stevens. Robert Stevens, who was, who was filming dog fighting videos and selling those. And now this kind of goes back to the thing I was saying before. It's illegal to have dog fights. So the, whoever's, who are conducting the dog fights, the owners of the dogs, they can get prosecuted for that. This recent thing has nothing to do with that. So it's illegal to stage a dog fight. Yes. To um, have a dog fight, promote a dog fight. Have dog fighting, fighting dogs, is illegal. Yes, be involved but in that. But videotaping the dog fight isn't illegal? The, video, the act of videotaping in itself is not illegal. Attending the dogfight might be illegal. Gambling Betting, on the dogfight. Yeah, fight. gambling on the dogfight. But like, so let's say you get caught at a dogfight and you're, you're gambling and they, and they write you up for that. It's a misdemeanor or whatever. Um, that's all illegal. You, you, know, you can get prosecuted for that stuff. But then, then you, have, you have the shit on videotape and you go sell that videotape online. That is not illegal. Well, I just want to get the specifics down pat here, Wackerly, because I know we have right. a lot of people out there that, that probably do yeah, enjoy the crushing talk. video. This is this law is, talk. This is, yeah, law talk with sick and wrong. Law talk. Law you talk. know, where we discuss legislature. Legal, legality of legality things. legality things here on Second Rock, but I think a lot of people out there probably I object. <laughs> oh, I just want to say that <laughs> overruled. Order, order in the court. Uh, but I imagine a lot of people out there probably are um, you know amateur directors. I think they probably I don't know whether or not we have too many fans that film crushing videos. No, not too many, but a significant at number. Least, at least a couple. I'm sure we appeal to that demographic, and I think those people need to be aware of what they can and cannot do. Right. In the eyes of the law. Of the United States law. United States law. Yeah, I don't other care places. about the other countries. <laughs> They're irrelevant. Who knows? So, so what happened here is that Robert Stevens was sentenced to three years in prison for making videos of pit bulls fighting. Right. And they deemed that unconstitutional? Yes. Well, one thing they said was that the law was way too broad they, I mean, the, you know, Roberts is saying it's like it really is a free speech issue and you can't stop people from filming. It's like, like, well, like what if you wanted to make a documentary about how just horrifying dogfighting is? Like, does that person get prosecuted? So, like, what about those PETA videos of, uh, you know, slaughterhouses? Yeah. Like, where they go show, like, but see, you're, you're, rabbits you're, being you're jumping, you're jumping into even, like, a further support argument. But even if, let's say PETA was... Uh, Filming dogfighting. That's what this case was about, right? That they caused. So this they're making a documentary about, about how horrible dogfighting is. So they like depict it. Like you, you, it's how, how do you write? The law wasn't written to d- differentiate between that. And then but even you, how how would you write it? Because it'd be like a thought crime type thing. It's like, well, this person was making the movie for a good reason to stop the dogfighting, but this person was making the movie for a bad reason. Well, you know, I you know, it's like it's like when they used to like when they used to make blue movies like in the forties and fifties that were like all about how like bad it was to be a loose woman and like you know have a loose lifestyle and it was like there were these morality plays, but really dudes were just going to watch them to watch the loose women and jerk off. Well, I think it's what they're that saying sort of is that you got to look at the the law's exemptions. So they have an exemption for works of serious religious, political, scientific, educational, journalistic, historical, or artistic value. 
See, but that's just dumb because all those things are sort of judgmental. Like, who, whose judgment is that based on? Well, who defines it whether or not that has artistic merit? Yeah, or what was the... There was another one in there that seemed really vague. Journalistic. Yeah, journalistic. Like, <laughs> I'm making a journal... <laughs> I'm doing a piece of journalism about lesbians dyking out. It's not porn. <laughs> but I think what they're saying is this Stevens guy created something... I was selling something that showed a depiction of animal cruelty for commercial gain. Right. Like, do you think that is wrong? Do you think, that, okay, in your opinion, let's say you're on the Supreme Court there, Wackerly. Uh, but <laughs> oh, that's going to be great. If, if, you were, all right, if you were Clarence Thomas right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And, uh, and this Robert Stevens was uh-huh. being tried for um, for. for Producing and selling a video Come of on, dogs, get to the point, of dogs killing each other. <laughs> Would you think that was wrong? Do you, do you think he's like he's basically making a profit off of the uh, intentional harm of an animal? Well, you cracker ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that you should get to the heart of the crime being committed and not uh, focus in on these ext- extraneous issues. So the people who are conducting the dogfighting, you should shut that shit down and send those motherfuckers to jail. <laughs> All right, so you, that. that was a damn fine Clarence yeah, Thomas imp- impression there. Yes. But, so you think they should go after the people who were staging the dogfights, yeah, not let's the person just, filming let's just, and selling the video? Let's just stop the dogfighting and, and then this issue goes away, right? Well, you mean it? It just what dogfighting was is if, if if you if you crack down on dogfighting and you eliminate it, you know because it is illegal. Nobody's arguing that. Then then we don't even need to concern ourselves over whether people are taping it or not and selling it. I guess no. I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. I, I, I think actually... I think you know it's like you don't have to make a fucking law for everything. How about we just kind of engender you know a social structure where. If you have a friend and he, he's buying this sort of thing and, and likes to watch dogfighting videos, everybody just tell that dude that he's an asshole. <laughs> and make him feel like an asshole. And, you know, don't hang out with him anymore. Don't bring over beers. So do you feel that a... but So basically you're saying a retailer of a movie, of, of a movie that depicts crushing, animal crushing, or dogfighting, right. they should not be culpable. It should be the, per, the people who made the video themselves, not the person <laughs> selling it. No, that's not what I'm saying either. I'm saying the people conducting the dogfighting, that should be illegal. What about the, the people who made the video, the people who sell the video, the people who watch the video? They shouldn't be uh, prosecuted. They should just be made to feel like dicks. Because <laughs> they they're are. watching Animal Crushing for... Um, yeah, yeah, they're assholes. Yeah, they're watching Animal Crushing for sexual gain, right. sexual and, and, gratification, and, be, which and, is and disgusting. If, and if you make them feel like assholes, maybe people won't do it. And then if you just get rid of the dogfighting, which is the thing that I agree should be illegal, then you don't need to worry about – there's nothing to tape. So it, it's the video, the making of the video, the uh, the the video themselves, the the selling of the video. Those people should not, should not be prosecuted. Well, the dude who videotaped it should be prosecuted for being at a dogfight. But the creation of that video should not be um, – Illegal. Should, no, yeah, and then if the cops illegal. want to take the tape when they're there and say this is evidence, more power to them. But you know, don't don't add a charge because the guy was videotaping it. I completely agree with you. Apparently, uh, <laughs> the only justice who Thanks, does not agree is Samuel A. Alito Jr. He said the law was was enacted not to suppress speech, and this is the law from '99, uh, but to prevent horrific acts of animal cruelty. Mm. And uh, 
he said that um, the the practical effect of this ruling would be to spur production of crush videos. So the fact that the Supreme Court deemed it unconstitutional um, or overturned that law that it was unconstitutional to produce these videos, he feels it's going to spur the creation and the production of crush videos. So now we're going to be inundated with crush videos. Is this dude a flaming liberal? Because this is a whole fucking... I guess it's not a liberal or ultra-conservative thing. But listen to what he's saying. He's saying that he's voting a certain way because how it's going to affect society. That's exactly what judges are not supposed to fucking do. They're supposed to be interpreting the law in relation to the other laws and precedents. Well, I don't, I don't think he's saying it's exactly... He just thinks it's going to spawn more acts of animal cruelty. Right, but that's not his concern. That's the legislature's that's what, job. But he's, he feels that the ruling is going to lead to more, more instances of animal cruelty. Right, but he's not... Rather spo- than prevent it. But he's not supposed to be making any decisions about how the laws are going to change society or not change society for the better or worse. He just needs to determine whether or not he's it's supposed for to deter- or against the he's law. He's supposed to determine what the law means and if that law conflicts with anything else and then how that law, how, you know, like punishments and rewards are, are uh, meted out to people based on those laws. Exactly. I think he takes it personally because he's a dog owner. <laughs> he doesn't want a woman wearing high heels crushing his dog. He probably doesn't even want a woman wearing high heels. <laughs> so the last time He's the court... religious The last time the court decided speech was so unredeeming it did not deserve such protection was 25 years ago. And the subject was child pornography. Which mm-hmm. I think we all can agree should not be made, created, sold, or propagated in any fashion. But, <laughs> uh, yes, I'm anti-child pornography. Yes, sure. But I'm just saying, that's one thing about, uh, I, th- I, think this is, I think this is a testament to, um, you know, every now and then I, I take pride in living in a country that allows certain freedoms. <laughs> and I think after reading this, it's, it's, you know, I agree, animal cruelty is wrong. It should be vigorously prosecuted. But I think the court found that sending people to prison for making videos is not the answer. Yes, it's true. I think it's um, and and that's that's it. They're not, but by sending people, by prosecuting people who are making the videos, you're not going to stop the crime itself. No. And then the other point that I don't think we touched on, but and doesn't need to be touched on, but like, so what do you do about like fishing shows? I'm sure there's or some hunting shows. I'm sure there's somebody out there that thinks it's cruel to the fish to fish. Well, I just yeah, I think like what I think it is, it's like you let these PETA activists start <laughs> no, influencing legislation. <laughs> Yeah. Look what's going to happen. Right. You know, it's just like, and I think this is... We're all going to be eating dirt and rocks. This isn't going to stop them. I'm sure humane society lobbyists are going to keep, you know, proposing more legislation, but... Yes. Good job, Supreme Court. (laughs) Upholding our free speech. Yes. Allowing Wackerly to to purchase crushing videos. How do you feel about feral cats? (laughs) The crushing of feral cats? Well, they do kill birds, so by crushing a feral cat's head and videotaping and then masturbating to that video, you're saving a natural bird somewhere. Now, if you go on to crush the bird and then beat off to that video, then you've kind of invalidated your whole point. Yeah, then you're not either saving another animal. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder about that. And then what about the worms? I mean, come on. With the killing, you mean the fact that the bird's eating the worms? Yeah. Can I crush the worm also and beat off to that? You know, I wonder... What can I not beat off to while I'm watching it being crushed? We're going to have to ask Clarence Thomas about that. (laughs) But one thing I'm wondering, though, is like, what animals is is it fine to crush? 
Like, is it? I mean, can you crush invertebrates or like invertebrates? It's like if you like crush an oyster or something. Is that fine? But just not a hamster. Um, like no mammals. Well, did you read that article in Slate about the vegan guy who says it's all right to eat oysters? I, I heard about that because yeah. he says they're like. Uh, uh, Know, they don't have like a nervous system consciousness and blah blah blah. But I'm saying okay, like a lobster. Is it okay? Because you boil a lobster. Is it okay to crush a lobster? I fucking hate sea spiders. Crush the <laughs> shit out of them. Are you asking me, or am I, I supposed I'm to be? Just, am I'm I giving just, you the pita answer? It's a rhetorical question, but I'm, I'm. But you know, it's like you. I mean, Buddhists they like sweep the ground so they, they don't step say on it's an animal ant. Animal right? cruelty, but it's like if it wasn't a cute kitten being crushed and it was just like a beetle. Or, uh, you know, a dung beetle or something. Would, oh, would that be okay? Like beetles. an insect? Where do you draw the line? That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't think anybody's going to be, be jerking off to a cockroach but getting crushed. It's too common. Dude, you never know. A hot chick <laughs> would, in stilettos. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Rule 39 or whatever? Is that Godwin's Law? No, no. Rule 39. I might have the number wrong. But that's there's anything you can think of, there is porn associated with it on the internet. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. It's a, it's a principle of and, the internet. <laughs> but I think right there, Supreme Court's upholding the law that that should be allowed to be on the internet. Yes. Yeah. So thank God for the Supreme Court. Yeah. <laughs> they say that these crushing videos are coming back now that this decision's been made. With full so who force. knows? Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and it, it's not illegal to possess one, so that's good. People, this is episode 224 here of Sick and Wrong. You know, I forgot to mention, what did you think of that new intro that I played there for the show? It was badass. I want to know where he got that, that voice synthesizer that sounds like Sir yeah. Alec Guinness or whatever. <laughs> it sounded like Alistair Cook. Yeah, I don't know. Old but British actor. I want to say big ups to uh, Matt from England. He writes, I'm sad and I have no life, so I decided to make an intro for you guys. If you don't like it, at least enjoy the Slayer song in the background. Great show. Keep it up. Matt from England. You know, Matt, don't commit suicide. Continue making us some of yeah. uh, your fine intros. And we it do appreciate little, it. It sounds a little emo for some dude who's listening to Slayer. Come on, dude. Have yeah, a, I know. Have like, a beer. Cheer up, dude. <laughs> have I know a beer. I know there's volcanic ash that's blocking the yeah. sunlight, but how much sun do you really get in England anyway? Yeah, come on. You know, seriously. Tom Mariah would not approve of you being sad. Go drink a wife beater. <laughs> Listen to some Hello Eights. Man, God. But uh, you know, seriously though, people, we you know we we encourage anybody to uh, make intros for the show. I always you know it's not like I'm going to use every single one of them. No. If but the chances of us using one of your intros is greatly increased when you mention the name "Sick and Wrong." <laughs> you have no idea how many intros you get that people record for you that doesn't even say "Sick and Wrong." Yeah. Um, but Maybe yeah. they expect you to add it. Yeah, or I don't know what they expect. But anyway, we're not going to play it if it doesn't say sick and wrong. But if he says sick and wrong in the intro, keep it to – I'd try to keep it around 30 seconds in length. We'll totally use it. So thank you, Matt, for sending that in. It sounded great. This is episode 224 here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of uh, the voting from episode 222 a couple weeks ago. We did three stories. Uh, the first one was a story about a Chab divorce party that uh, went haywire. Second story was about uh, the deadly nubs of the quadruple amputee. And the third story was about a preacher in a chocolate negligee. Uh, the story that won was the deadly nubs. Came in first place in 171 votes. And surprisingly, close second was the preacher story with 138 votes. Uh-huh. I was surprised. And the Chad divorce party only got a, a mere 53. Wah. A paltry 53. So congratulations, Cat. For uh, sending in that Deadly Nub story, you won episode 222. 
People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wacker and I present the most disturbing news items of the week. And keep in mind, they got to be current. They can only be a week old. You can send your listener submissions. Although we have sometimes have uh, trouble keeping track also. Well, we have trouble keeping track of what stories we did two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but keep in mind, people, um, you can send in your stories at sickandwrongpodcast.hotmail.com or submit them directly via the forum. We'll present three here on the show. The audience votes and the winner gets a Sick and Wrong care package. Uh, we received a, quite a few stories uh, this week, and um, it kind of con- continues on with this this animal abuse theme. Oh, really? Yeah. So um, hmm. before we get into that story, before we start it all off here, how about a word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com? Spice to your sex life? Go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. Exactly. I think, uh, I don't know. I might have started last week, but why don't you kick off episode 224 oh, with your first kick, listener kick submission? Kick it. Kick it. Did you hear about um, Brett Michaels? Did I hear about it? I've been weeping yeah. for hours. Do you think he's going to make it? Do you think he's going to pull through? Is I bet be... he'll make it. It might be a publicity stunt. But Sleazy E likes those head bandanas, too. You might want to warn him. Warn him. Well, I'm just worried. I don't he's want got to have a brain to... hemorrhage because has... those bandanas are too tight. Well, I, I'm worried because I don't want to have to watch Rock of Love Short Bus. That's going to suck. What, with like CeCe DeVille? <laughs> No, when uh, Brett Michaels, if he comes out in a wheelchair, oh, oh, yeah, it's going to okay. be Rock of Love Short Bus. I'm not I, down I'm, with that. I mean, I'm assuming he might die, and then they're going to have to put CeCe in there, Ooh, and yeah. he's a train wreck and a half. I'd rather see that, though. <laughs> yeah, That'd be kind of cool. Actually, no, I'm thinking Or the guy I, from Accept. What was that guy from Accept, that little guy? I don't remember Accept. Uh, balls to the Wall. You yeah. remember that? All those dudes are like married with kids now, all those old rockers, right? <laughs> but speaking of the Philadelphia Phillies... <laughs> <laughs> Police arrested a New Jersey man after he was accused of intentionally vomiting on a young girl at the Phillies game Wednesday evening. And sadly, that's not that atypical at a baseball game in this country. Yeah, I went to see the Yankees play the Oakland Athletics the other night and had a lot of beers in the process. And I was just walking through. Who this... did you vomit on? Nobody. I, just, <laughs> I vomited in my mouth and swallowed it again. <laughs> uh, but I was just noticing that, like, and I, I've, it's not that this is like the first time I've noticed it. It just, it's the first time it's like consciously dawned on me. These major league sporting events, be it like a football game or hand egg, as the English people like to call our football, or baseball or hockey. Or, I've never been to an N, a basketball game, uh, you know, uh, a a- NBA, NBA game. Yeah. But I assume it's the same. 
like the people there are like degenerates. Well, it's the lowest On the common mo- denominator. Like the ninety percent. Yeah, the the tickets I paid two dollars for. Yeah, but you're not it's very going, cheap entertainment. But but Wackley, you're not going to like a Paul McCartney concert or a symphony here. What do you expect? Well, I just thought, I mean, isn't I mean, it isn't it conventional wisdom that like going to sporting events is like a family affair and you take your little kids and even like your little baby and you know you take your wife and grandma and grandpa and you all go out and watch a baseball game but it's like no like i'm not this is like one step up from the prison the, the people here and everybody's drunk i don't see why everybody's you're totally surprised by this and they're all like full of testosterone and ready to like beat at somebody's ass at the These drop are of dudes a who don't wear shirts and, and face paint themselves the women are scary too <laughs> That, that's what sporting. That's what sports are all about. This is the. They, okay. It's not what other than I'm religion. It's not what they're all about. It's what they become. Other than religion, this is all they have left. Oakland pride. Oakland A's. Yeah, I like, and I, you know it. what? I went to a Dodger, a couple of Dodgers games in L.A. last year, and it, I didn't get this impression at all. Well, you know, it's interesting just to see the dichotomy between the SF Giants and the Oakland A's. It's like yeah, you and go, I get a lot of Giants games, and they're not like you go that to either. Giants games. And it's like they cost. How much does a Giant ticket? Com- compared to like an Oakland A's ticket. It's not ridiculous, but it's like it's 10 probably times. 20, yeah, probably, you know. Multiply it te- by 10. Yeah, by so 10. So like $22 versus $2. It's much more expensive. Beer's more expensive. And you go there, it's much more upscale. Yeah. And then it's like you go to the Oakland A's and you're just like, all right, yeah, this is like the lowest common denominator it has sports some, it has fan. It's something to do with the, the cities. Because like when I went to, when I would go to games in Detroit, it was the same way. Just yeah, like the Tigers, chaos. the old Tiger Stadium. You were saying that Chicago's the same way. Oh my God, the White Sox, where the White Sox plays at I, mean, I forgot. Is that, that like the shitty side of town team? It was the South Side, but it's like you go over there. Even the Cubs, though. Like I've been to the Cubs games, and I, I you used I, to live right next to. Rivers yeah, Field. and I, I, you know, I've I mentioned on the show before. I saw some guy get punched out and fall in a urinal. It's like I mean, it's just yeah. that's what Amer- that's what happens. But I don't think it's that atypical. I think sports look at uh, the football in England. But I wonder if it's the same way. Are like industrial town teams, is that where like the, the bad incidents happen? That's where the happen? hooligans happen, yeah. And then think, there's like the teams in London that are fine. I think it or corresponds something. to the class of person. Right. That's what I think. <laughs> That's the so problem. are you saying basically Philadelphia is a shithole? <laughs> I'm assuming. I think this game was in DC actually. But yeah, he the Phillies it was a Phillies fan. So yeah, I'm 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 guessing that Philadelphia is a lot like Oakland and just a horrible, horrible place. Um but check this out. <laughs> Captain, police captain Michael Vangelo, Vangelo, I'm probably butchering this dude's Italian name. Uh, He's with the Easton Police Department. He was off duty when he took his 11 and 15 year old daughters to the Phillies game Wednesday night. Insults and vulgarities were directed at us, he says, uh, and it was disgusting. Beer was also thrown at them. (laughs) This is this is Captain Michael Vangelo talking to Eyewitness News. So he was playing clothes at this time, though, right? Off duty. Yeah, off duty. He's got his daughter's thing. He doesn't have his uniform on. Uh, I probably should have introduced this, right? This actually, this uh, article came from a listener. One of those rare stories, which is uh, as revolting as it is genius, I would wager anything this kid listens to Sick and Wrong. Signed, Fred. Oh, okay. Fred sent the story. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) That was confusing. Maybe you can splice it back into the beginning. Um... The, the cop goes on. And remember, he's with his two daughters. I actually heard the individual behind me say, I'm going to get sick. And this individual is who Fred is saying probably listens to Sick and Wrong. And you saw the picture of him earlier, right? Is he the fat guy with the black eye? Yeah, well, I mean, guess who gave him the black eye? Maybe I should tell the end of the story. He says, the guy, here is the guy say, I'm going to get sick. Then I couldn't believe what I saw. 
This guy probably has like a thick Italian accent. I couldn't believe what I, I saw. I couldn't believe what I saw. He actually had his fingers down his mouth and into his throat to make himself vomit. <laughs> he vomited and lurched forward and it was hitting my daughter. Uh, and then obviously the dude punches him in the face. He's like a big burly cop. And this guy, he looks like he's like 21 years old. His name's Matt Matthew Clemens from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. But what would prompt this fat Matthew Clemens to shove his fingers down his throat to puke on this girl? What did she do? Did she throw her beer at him or her popcorn no, no, or something? No, no, they were, they were uh, Washington Nationals fans. <laughs> he's oh, so they were wearing the opposing team's jersey or yeah, colors. Yeah, yeah. Plus well, that, he's drunk. And that's all it takes. Plus he's drunk, like a super <laughs> drunk. That's what I'm saying about these games. You can't take your kid. You wouldn't take your kid into like the rowdiest, drunkest bar in town, which is pretty much what these sporting yeah, events no, are. Yeah, no, these sporting events have become. I thought they stopped serving beer after like the fourth inning. Or no, something. no, seventh. Okay, so and that's you- just because they don't want like massive amounts of accidents in the parking lot. <laughs> no, like the whole point is to get you in there buying that expensive like twelve dollar beer that's. In but a they Dixie put cup. no limit on the beer you drink beforehand in the parking lot. Yeah, and that's what we do. We like just slam as many beers in the shortest amount of time possible, and then wobble in. And 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 this mouth breather probably imbibed like at least a case before well, he went plus in there. Plus he's twenty one, so that's yeah. like you're. That's when you have full on. You ni- got something to prove. Powered drinking. Yeah, you got yeah. something to prove. And then. he's a big fat kid. Um, <laughs> Angelo goes on to say that they appeared to be drunk. <laughs> nice police work there, guy, Captain. The vomiting upset and scared Vangela's 11-year-old daughter. I guess the 15-year-old daughter was fine with it. She's old for her age. She's used to be being puked on in a sexual manner. She's seen manner. puke before. She's jaded. Yeah. She was crying. She was crying. Isn't that difficult to see as a dad? Yeah, but my daughter's head covered in puke isn't difficult well, to see. Well, you're thinking it's like a you-can't-do-that-on-television sliming <laughs> event. She probably got hit with a little bit of puke. <clears throat> Uh, they thought the night was ruined, but a great but a great fan caught a ball and gave it to my daughter. <laughs> she slept with the ball last night, and when I told her, when I woke her up this morning for school, the ball was still in her hand. It was cute. <laughs> what about the puke? Did he at least make her take a shower? I think she probably changed her clothes into her jammies. Clemens' uncle, uh, the kid who puked, uh, his uncle David spoke to Eyewitness News and maintained that his nephew is not a monster. Well, come on. Nobody's <laughs> saying he's a monster. He's Dude, worse than Hitler. Yeah, I was about to say, though, what else could he be? I mean, yeah. he's puking on an 11-year-old girl. We always have the relative who says some shit like this. He says he's not a bad kid. He's your average 21-year-old kid who would puke on a cop's daughter. <laughs> He may have had a few beers and got sick, and oh, this is what this is the fat kid lie. This is, listen to how this is a total fat kid lie, like fat kid too many doing cheese fries. Wrong. Um, he may have had a few beers and got sick, and basically put his hand over his mouth and accidentally puked on the wrong individual, <laughs> which implies that there's a correct individual to puke on. I don't know. That's it. But when you forcibly shove two fingers down your throat to make yourself puke in the well, direction of a well, human he's, being. Well, he's saying that, that that's been misinterpreted. He was trying to stop the puke from flying and putting his hand up to his mouth. But I trust the, the policeman's yeah, recollection I think I, I, and I observation. Yeah, I trust the policeman's report on that, too. Uh, so on the sick or wrong star scale, I feel bad for this kid who probably, you know, is like bonding moment with her dad, yes. goes to a game. Wants to enjoy baseball, probably just getting in, probably plays sports, you know, softball, probably uh, beginning to discover her lesbian roots. And then what <laughs> happens? Fat guy pukes on her. Right. I'm That's gonna just going this... to reinforce the lesbianism. Yeah, it's true. I'm going to give this four stars. Oh, yeah. I am too, actually. And I and I'm not just because you're giving it that. I really was thinking four. Four? Yes. Yeah. 
What, what do you think he puked on her? Hot dog? Oh, yeah, hot dog and beer. Is that all they eat there in uh, those uh, sporting games? Yeah, they're, they're baseball they don't, games? they don't serve salads. <laughs> Maybe some peanuts. <laughs> they do have tofu hot dogs at the Giants game, by the way. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> you make a good point. I prefer bringing, being at the rowdy degenerate ones, like the fucking Giants. It's too upper it's crust. Fey. It's too Fey. upper crust. No, Fey, it's Twee, like, whatever. Nah, but you go there, it's like you're like, okay, wow, I get to watch baseball with the Blue Bloods. Mm-hmm. You know? Who yeah, cares? Exactly. That's why I don't go to 49ers games. Yeah, so, well, um, the I mean, sec- come on. <laughs> 49ers, <laughs> gayest team ever. The second story we got here came from uh, John, a.k.a. Serial Assassin. Really? Yeah, he doesn't like cereal at all. Like, <laughs> he just kills it. Like, no, no Cocoa Krispies. Really? Uh, no Lucky Charms. What about Fruity Pebbles? That shit is hates the bomb. It. He hates it. <laughs> it's so good. It makes your um, tongue all funky colored. This uh, story was kind of all over the news and uh, was sent in probably by at least 40 people. But John was the first person to send it in. He was on top of it. He says, I was working hard, or I guess hardly working at work today. Oh, my God. And I came <laughs> across this joke? article. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even know what to say. I mean, my strings and Vaseline sounds like a wackerly weekend. Yeah, well, he just regained my interest with that one. <laughs> he goes, I can only try not to imagine what's happening in this place. Long time listener, keep up the good work. Thanks for keeping my long days at work humorous. Keep so, it sick, keep it wrong. I assume this is how we're continuing with the animal abuse theme. This kind of goes hand in hand with uh, with the the whole animal abuse sure. of our intro here. Uh, so this just happened in Seattle, which is interesting because quite a coincidence. Because if you recall, one of the first second wrong episodes we ever did was the Mister Hands episode, which oh. happened in Umclaw, Washington. Umclaw. Umclaw. You would think I would have remembered that because it's a funny name, Mister Hands, where the guy had sex with a horse and he died. Uh-huh. Well, here's another. Uh, bestiality case happening in Washington. I don't know what's going on. Why is Washington the epicenter of bestiality? Are animals sexier in the Pacific Northwest? It's a good question. I don't you'd know. have to do an experiment to figure it out, maybe with a control group. I think you'd have to get like a bunch of horny um, virgins, probably. Bestiality, bestiality, yeah. It? I don't know. Zoophiles. Zoophiles. You got to yeah. get a group of zoophiles and uh, <laughs> bestiality enthusiasts, <laughs> um, and then put them in uh, in either the, like what Alabama and yeah. then uh, or maybe Arizona, Arizona maybe. and then up here in Seattle and see which animals right. are the sexiest, which ones are the most boner inducing. Yeah, I don't know. Well, apparently it's probably Washington. Apparently. We have anecdotal evidence that it's Washington. So a drug smuggler was arrested in a bestiality case in Seattle. Investigators seized dogs, horses, mice, and thousands of images. Does it have something to do with Twilight? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because that's set up there in the Pacific Northwest, right? How did you know that, Wackerly? I know everything. It's pop culture. <laughs> you don't know about Twilight? Come on. That's like saying you don't know anything about Harry Potter. I, I, di- I, di- I did know Twilight's like a... Uh, you know, a, a teen tween version of vampire movie yes. of like I stay, I stay on top but I didn't of all know the... it was based in Washington. <laughs> I stay on top of all the tween pop culture. Yeah, you probably read the books. It's so I can lure it's so I can lure tweens into my van. <laughs> if if uh Twilight did involve bestiality, I probably would watch the movie though. But it does. Does it? 
Well, the joke is because <laughs> it's this high school girl who's sort of torn between the, oh, the vampire werewolf guy. and the werewolf. Yeah, so the yeah. joke is that that it's a it's a it's a story about a girl who's trying to make the decision between necrophilia and bestiality. <laughs> Come on, everybody on the internet's heard that joke. I can't believe I had to repeat it for you. Well, for me and like most of the fans that, aren't, <laughs> that don't read Twilight. <laughs> so in Seattle, a convicted cocaine smuggler has been arrested at what authorities say appear to be a bestiality farm in Washington State. <laughs> where sex tourists could engage in sex acts with animals. Now, does farm a sex farm? Does farm imply that the animals are also being used for food? Because I do not <laughs> want to eat a hamburger that's been fucked. That's the last time <laughs> I, don't I, wanna, I don't drink milk. That's I was been about fucked. to say that's the last time I ever get milk from Washington State. <laughs> Never again. That's gross. Douglas Spink. Would you eat, would you eat an omelet made from an egg that came out of a chicken's ra- vagina that had been fucked by a dude? No. I could, if I That's knew the about correct that, answer. Yeah. You passed. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas Spink was arrested in his ramshackle, heavily wooded compound near the Canadian border in Whatcom County, along with a 51-year-old tourist from Great Britain who is accused of having sex with seven dogs. Wow. That guy's a, that's, now that's a horny limey right that's there. That's a menage seven. A menage seven. I don't even seven. know how to say seven in French. Dozens of dogs, horses, and pet mice were seized, along with what investigators described as thousands of images of bestiality. Uh, the mice had to be euthanized. Luckily, the dogs' horses uh, made it. What was wrong with the mice? Well, uh, one of the federal agents here, Bill Elfo, said, This stuff is truly bizarre. These were mice that had their tails cut off, they were smothered in Vaseline, and they had string tied around them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that though. I don't believe it. This well, whole Lemmy Winks thing where you shove a mouse up your asshole or a gerbil. I don't see what you have against the gerbiling. What you just think it's a myth? Like it's I think an it's urban a myth. myth? It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I mean, what, if you, what if you fetish makes fu- sense? Does animal you, crushing make sense to you? No, I don't. But I told you I didn't believe in that either. <laughs> um, getting fucking a horse. Okay, yeah. You had a thing for Mr. Ed as a kid, or getting fucked by a horse. Whatever. Fucking your dog. Okay. I mean, I understand furries. I mean, I don't approve, but I understand it. But like, who's shoving a mouse up their asshole? I think there's. Why, some... why don't you, you you buy a great big black vibrating cock from Adam and Eve? Wouldn't that feel better than a, a mouse? I mean, isn't it going to chew a hole in your in your colon? A black vibrating cock from Adam and Eve doesn't scurry. So, but that's scurry. what I don't understand. What I I don't. It doesn't. I can't imagine a world where scurrying would be something I would desire to be going on inside my butthole. Don't knock it till you try to Wackerly. I'm not going to try it. <laughs> you try it and report back. Tell me what's so great. Yeah, I don't really understand the allure of shoving up a rodent in your asshole, but apparently people do. I, you know, I think it's like once you've like this is the proof you're saying, right? They found these shit covered rats with. with so, what, what, what do you think that some prankster went over there, took a bunch of rats, cut their tails off, smothered them in Vaseline, and just kind of put them all around this guy's house? I blame 4chan. It's a big prank. <laughs> now, or either that, or either that, or um, it's just one of those stories. It's been passed along from person to person to person. And by the time it gets to the article, it's like way, way out there, exaggerated and inaccurate. They have images of these Vaseline-coated mice. You've seen this. Well, that's what they're saying in, this, in the story. See, that's what I'm saying. Somebody saw the image, but like th- that was five people up the telephone chain. 
I don't know. I, I'm just saying, I don't think people go around fabricating the fact that mice get covered in Vaseline with their tails cut off. What are you, what are you talking about? People I, fabricate that kind of shit all the time. I'm just saying, what, what's the point of a cop fabricating Do you really think Richard this? Gere had five gallons of semen in his stomach? No, I don't think Richard Gere was so, a gerbiler per se. Well, that's, but, that's a situation where somebody but, fabricated a story about gerbiling. I think it's well within the realm of comprehension that there are people out there that like shove mice up their ass. I do like the term gerbiling. That's <laughs> awesome. A gerbiler. Gerbiler, gerbiling. So, Captain Gerbil. I don't want to get too down on it. Anyway. Even if it's fake, I don't want to lose that term. It's what I don't understand is why would you tie a string around the mice when they have a tail? Isn't, it like, isn't that what the tail's for? If you're a gerbiler? Maybe the tail is prone to breaking off. Anyways. It could be. So you tie, I assume the string is tied like around their midsection. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call that? The flanks? So you can the just flank yank stink? it out? Yeah. Yeah, but, that's what the string's for, obviously. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know what's interesting, do you, though? Do you put like multiple on a chain, like anal beads, and put them all in there? You, yeah, like, you just <laughs> pop them out one at a time. What Here it, comes the choo-choo train <laughs> into the tunnel. What I don't get about it, though, is... So the rats actually lived through it because they had to be euthanized? Apparently, yeah. Ah, oh, that's the worst part <laughs> Which about just it. means the cops stomped on their hands. <laughs> he didn't tape it, though. So it wasn't immediately clear whether other zoophilic tourists had been to Spink's farm. You know, the concept of a zoophilic tourist I find intriguing. Why would you just fuck an animal in your own town? They have tons of sheep in the UK. I, I don't get it. Why did this guy... There's tons of dogs in the UK. Why did this guy have Pound to come from Great Britain to US? Like, are US dogs, like, you know, more sexy? That could be true. Hey, I don't know. I, I mean, mean we, this is the same point you were just making about, like, are, are wa- animals, animals in, uh, Washington, in Washington State, yeah. sexier than other states? Maybe they're sexier than other countries do. I mean, maybe, I don't, is he just, has he just done all the animals of Great Britain? He's for done my, it over For it? my bestiality dollars, though, Australia. <laughs> Cold met, fosters, sexy kangaroos, sexy koala bears, which and, I guess are not and bears, And weird right? animals. You get to do the weird, you get to fuck the weird animals You can fuck a crocodile? Marsupials. Oh, like one of those. You don't a, get marsupials a bush, in the a bush US. baby? <laughs> a wallaby. I want to fuck a wallaby. <laughs> Do you when you fuck a kangaroo? Do you just fuck its pouch? Because no my dick idea. is not that big. You probably teabag. And plus, the pouch. they won't they they they're like box it. They they'll punch you in the face, right? I would be scared to uh, have sex with a kangaroo. Well, dude, no fear, no no eroticism. <laughs> is that a saying? So I don't know. So Spinks here, the owner of the farm, has not been watch charged out, with- <laughs> watch out, kangaroos! I'm coming next year. So Spinks here, who owns the farm, has not been charged with bestiality or um, any charges at this point, only with violating the terms of his supervised release. Apparently, uh, he, there's no hard evidence that he's been engaging in bestiality at all. Um, this is the, the, the farm owner. owner of the farm, okay. yeah. Um, apparently, he was arrested in 2005 when investigators pulled him over with a load of nearly 375 pounds of cocaine. What in the fuck? <laughs> That's a lot of cocaine. That's like breaking bad Valued amounts of at drugs. Thirty-four million dollars. And the best le- part yeah, about it—that's more than breaking bad levels of drugs. But the best part about it, so this happened in two thousand five, which is only five years ago, right? So what happened to all he that was coke? given a lenient three-year sentence because of his extensive cooperation with investigators. Oh, he rolled on the his snitch. suppliers or something. But what happened to all that coke? I three hundred seventy-five pounds. I have no idea. I mean, yeah, I, I wonder where they put all that coke. Because they can't burn coke like they do marijuana. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully it didn't end up in an SF crime lab. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, Michael Douglas's son, Cameron Douglas, just got sentenced to like 10 years in prison. Yeah. Or five years. Five, five years. Five, five years yeah. in prison. He could have gotten um, 10. He didn't have 375 pounds of cocaine. He didn't that's cooperate. Like, but, I mean, that's like a drug cartel amount of cocaine. That's more than a drug cartel. That's you, insane. You could, you could control an entire drug market for the rest of your life with that amount. Well, maybe yeah. not the tenderloin. These motherfuckers smoke crack up like a like a sucker. So this guy did three years, and since then has been on a five-year term of supervised release, during which time he must buy, abide by all state, local, and federal laws. Yeah. Apparently, I'm glad they're supervising him so closely that he's able to run a bestiality farm. <laughs> in uh, Washington. Well, uh, apparently uh, they were tipped off because uh, prosecutors received a tip from a public defender's office in Tennessee that Spink... Here, the defendant had been calling them incessantly about a jailed defendant in a bestiality case in Tennessee. That man, James Michael Tate, had previously admitted filming a man having sex with a horse in a numclaw, not umclaw, numclaw, Washington. Uh, the man that he had filmed died of internal injuries from the incident. Mr. Hands. Mr. He filmed the guy getting uh, fucked by Mr. Hands. I'm not able to follow this story at all. Well, so this dude uh, that owned the farm... Called uh, Tennessee for some reason, Got it. asking questions about this guy who filmed uh, um, Mr. Hands. Weird. Yeah, so that's what tipped authorities. Why would he do that? I have no idea. They, and so authorities went and searched his house, and they found a video of a man sexually abusing dogs. This would make a great uh, David Lynch movie. I think they, and, and David Lynch movies were also based in Washington. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's something going, there's something in the soil there. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. <laughs> the queers are ruining this whole thing. So on heard. the sick and wrong star scale, Wackerly, uh, here you have a guy who's filming um, various acts of bestiality, not just stopping at horses. I mean, Mr. Hands was just horses. Not just stopping at dogs. He's even going to Vaseline-coated mice. But he's filming it? Filming it, engaging in it, having Harboring. inviting sexual yes. tourists yeah. from Europe. Right. I'm giving it five stars. I'm giving it five as well. Although I, the only reason I'm giving it five is because I'm going to allow for the fact that the rats really were, were being shoved at people's asses because I like the term gerbiling. I, I just don't see why you doubt it so much. I think there's like a personal reason. Can we call Jeff? Because <laughs> I don't understand it. That's why I, I, I doubt it because I don't understand why. Yeah, I spoke to my brother yesterday afternoon. He had just shit out of gerbil. <laughs> so I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you don't understand. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Castro? No mice. <laughs> there, there are no mice yeah. in the Castro. Better than having a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so the third story here came in from Lauren. Uh, Lauren writes, Have you ever had a teacher that you just wanted to get even with? Have you? Love the show. <laughs> so have you? Uh, you know what? I have, and I'll get through the story. I'll, I'll tell it at the end here. Just the, suspense. To, uh, the suspense. The suspense. The suspense. But uh, have you, Wackerly? Not really. I just I have had more teachers that I've just totally irritated with. So the la I don't want to get revenge on them because the last thing I ever want to do again is see them. Well, you know, engineer. There's a lot of engineering professors in college that are. If if they weren't tenured professors, they would be in loony bins and like they don't shower <laughs> and they wear like insane. they don't wash their clothes or or wash their hair and they just smell bad, have horrible social skills, and like spit on you when they talk that sort of thing. 
And but but that's not someone you'd want to like find later in life. No, and no, maim. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to have revenge on them. I, I never want to see them again. Well, you know, I think there's a difference between Lauren. There's a difference here between teachers who I couldn't really care less about from high school so long ago versus you know supervisors and bosses I've had in the past. Well, that's a different. Story. Yeah, that's a totally different story. I think a lot of those people uh, yes. deserve revenge. Their nuts will be electrocuted when, oh, yeah. I, when I get the power <laughs> to do that. No, it would be like a scene right out of Reservoir Dogs or some of the my old boss little Caesars. So uh this this story here um happened in uh, good old Limey Land. Uh, headmaster savagely beaten by an ex-pupil who harbored a 20-year grudge against him. <laughs> Those now, headmasters. <laughs> a headmaster has been left deaf and scarred for life by a former former pupil who claims he harbored this grudge. So that's like a U.S. high school principal, right? A principal or is, or is headmaster. a headmaster just like a teacher? No, nah, it's a principal. Okay. So, but the difference here is, uh, don't they have corporal punishment in the UK? Like, you're allowed to cane students, right? Or at least smack them. Smack them? I, I don't know. Caning is pretty brutal. That's like <laughs> shit that goes on in the Philippines. Draconian uh, law rules in the UK. They learned all that shit from the UK when yeah. they were like a, a colonial power. But uh, I think it still goes on. Because aren't, aren't all schools, public schools in the UK technically like religious, like Church of England schools? Unless they're designated like a Jewish school or a Muslim school. Well, you know, somebody said I remember reading that somewhere that they're all technically religious. Schools. Yeah, but I don't think you have to say like the Lord's Prayer. In I think you anymore. do actually. Do you? I don't know. We're, we we're gonna have to have the here. English fans confirm this. Yeah, it's called. But I remember it's the ones that haven't dropped out. <laughs> as a as a youth in uh, South Africa, they allowed corporal punishment there. Uh-huh. Like, kids could be uh, paddled. So how often did you get it? It only happened to me once for fighting. How about but how about Joffrey? My brother, it <laughs> happened so many times, he actually got kicked out of the public school and had to go to a private American school in Johannesburg. Hilarious. Jeff, does, Jeff doesn't play ball. This he was before you guys had ever lived in America, right? <laughs> yeah, this is when we were in South Africa. So why, the Americans will take him. <laughs> well, no, there's like a... I think every country has an American school that's yeah. private. You Where you send for. all the degenerate yeah. <laughs> future hopes. That just can't, you know, that can't conform. <laughs> Doesn't play nice, has anger issues. Yeah. Yeah, send him to us. Uh, Kieran Heakin here, headmaster, 58 years old, suffered horrendous facial injuries when he was attacked in an Indian restaurant while eating with his family. Apparently, his uh, former pupil, Jermaine Bullen, 26 years old, approached him and said... Do you remember me? You beat me when I was six years old, and I've been waiting all these years to meet up with you. Hmm. What size is Jermaine, do they say? Um, uh, no, actually, they don't uh, describe him physically. Hmm. They do say he's a laborer. So he's probably a big dude. He's probably, yeah. Large, rough laborer. He's probably a fan of Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> and arson. <laughs> uh, he launches attack in the restaurant, punching and kicking the headmaster to the ground, he bore a grudge against him for two decades after he was thrashed by the teacher for misbehaving in school. Well, that's what happens. You get a I, nice I'm a, sound thrashing. I'm anti-corporal punishment. I mean, I don't, know the, I don't know what you expect to get out of beating the hell out of a bad kid. Where can we spare the rod, spoil the child? I mean, I, think, kid, I've I think kids should be expelled if they're that bad. Dude, look at this. If you don't, if his you, parents should beat the shit out of him. If you him, don't true. paddle the kid right now, he's going to be puking on cops' daughters at baseball games, cricket games. <laughs> right, right. I'm not okay. I'm against corporal punishment in the classroom. I think I think 
the proper venue for child beating is are the parents. I agree with you on that. You know, a stranger should not be allowed to lay their hand on my kid Mm-mm. unless they're a Catholic priest. I just don't think but, it's effective. It's like you beat a kid and he's going to go back and become a good student. Like, in what world does that work? It doesn't. Instead, he just harbors a grudge for 20 years. Right. And then finds you in an Indian restaurant eating with your family and then attacks you. <laughs> they have good Indian food in the UK. Yeah, they actually they do. And it's open all night. Yeah. We're going to have to hit some of that shit when we go over there. Oh, yeah. Um, Mr. Heakin suffered a broken nose, a broken cheekbone, ri- uh, broken ribs, a fractured eye socket, and a broken Ooh, jaw. The fractured eye socket's pretty Oof. rough. His wife, Angela, said her husband was unrecognizable and admitted she and their children, Rebecca, Damien, and Edward, had been left reeling by the unprovoked attack and extent of his injuries. <laughs> so he's got two sons here. Yeah, for the rest of their lives, they're going to have a complex about the fact that they watched their dad get beaten and didn't do anything about Dude, it. Dude, I mean, I, I don't understand that. It's like you're in a restaurant and there's two sons here. Even one's named Damien. Why don't you, like, invoke the powers of hell on this guy or something? Yeah, you know. It's just like call up the, the Cerberus dog from hell to yeah. attack the guy. But Well, how so, old are they? They might be five and six or something. No, Rebecca was 36. Damien's 31 and Edward's 24. Oh my god. <laughs> they just I thought they were dad... little kids. You want to know what why? What a couple of cunts. You want to know why? Because they probably got the corporal punishment at home and were just like, you deserve it, you old bastard. <laughs> they got a couple of kicks in themselves. <laughs> Even the wife probably gets cuffed around a little bit. You know this guy was a mean old git. Did in, in parentheses, or is there like a stage direction after a quote that says, wink? <laughs> we were appalled. Wink. Wink, wink. He had to have four metal plates put into his skull and is now permanently deaf in one, one ear and has no sense of smell or taste. Well, you know, don't fucking beat little kids. Yeah, you should. They become old dudes. But Mr. Heakin, a committed Christian, strongly denies ever using corporal punishment. He said, in spite of my injuries, I've forgiven Jermaine and I don't want any revenge. <laughs> Whatever happened to eye for an eye? Wasn't that in the Bible? Well, he could be lying. Like, he's plotting. He probably To throw acid eyes. in the kid's face. <laughs> Later. So the Crown Court heard that uh, Bullen confronted Mr. Heakin in the restaurant in front of his family. Ooh, saying, Bullen? Yeah, Bullen. <laughs> uh, saying, you will remember me, and you will remember my father. You used to bully me at school. I'm Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> really? It was Mandy Patinkin? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Mandy? Who names her son Mandy? I don't know. He was arrested following, uh, the following day after fleeing the scene. Um, apparently, he has a, strong, a list of offenses on his record, a litany of crimes. As long as his right arm, as they say. Including GBH and uh, several drug charges. I like GBH. GBH is a great crime. So, in uh, Gerbling <laughs> Beyond something with an H. Gerbling uh, Beyond Horses. Yes. Um, behind horses. <laughs> Dribbling behind horses. I don't actually like shoving gerbils up my own ass. I like to shove gerbils up horses' asses, and then I jerk off. Extremely dangerous. Well, yes. You got to kick, tie their feet down. The gerbils. So, in answer to your question, do I have a teacher who I'd like to get revenge on? There's many, as I said before, there are many bosses and supervisors. That doesn't count, though. Everybody I would love to get that. revenge on, but I have one teacher in particular that embarrassed the hell out of me when I was a kid, and this is in ninth grade, uh, gym class. He was a substitute teacher. His name is Mr. Clark, and uh, he was like an ex-Marine or something, Marine sergeant. Uh-huh. 
And uh, he also was like a ju- judo master. He'd always wear like pussies that you know weren't going to be drafted. This guy was tough. He's like you know a shaved head. Always wore like a jumpsuit kind of thing that said like yeah. judo master on the back. Anyway, he would really? when he would take roll. <laughs> he would actually take roll in the beginning and call out your name, and you had to be like here. And if you didn't say here loud enough, he'd yell at you and make you say it again. Right. So it came to me, and I think I was being a zany smartass like I usually am, <laughs> and I was just like. Something like, yes, sir, G.I. Clark, sir. <laughs> and he comes over and he walks over and grab me, like, just grab me by my, like, the, my cuff, I think, or grab me by the, by uh, the, my collar, my so, shirt. So wait a minute before you go on. So you're in ninth grade. What do you weigh, like, 110 at that point? Yeah, something like that. And he, like, grabbed me and, like, pulled me up. And he's like, what did you say? And I was just like, G.I. Clark, sir. And then uh, he grabbed me and, like, put me in this, like, kind of judo hold where, like, my arm was behind my head. And I was yes. like, my head Submission. was on the ground. Yeah, like, in front of everybody. He's like, what's my name? And I was just like, Mr. Clark. And I almost started crying. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Were you all shaky afterwards? <laughs> yeah, dude. I got manhandled by the judo instructor Navy sergeant guy. <laughs> it's great because everybody's... You went all PTSD on my Everybody's ass. laughing at what a hilarious dude you oh, are. No, everybody laughed about that for years No, and then, and then after you get your ass beat, they're all laughing at what a pussy you are. I oh, know. Everybody laughed about that and brought it up many years later. It's but laughter all around. I would love to get revenge on that guy, but I'm going to have to wait a few years. So he's definitely in the convalescent <laughs> home. Maybe uh, maybe yeah. um, once he gets like uh, dementia or Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's or he something. He sounds like a tough character. Yeah, I'm not going to be able wanna, to take him to at least 90. You don't want to your capabilities. <laughs> I seriously wouldn't mind emptying a bedpan on his face or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, he's tough. Well, I think you, got, you got that in your future. He's one of those guys, though, <laughs> even at the age of 80, could probably still kick my ass. Yeah. If you need a ride to the nursing home, I'll give you one. All right. I, I might take you on that say, one day. The reason I say that is because I'm still anticipating that he's still going to beat your ass, and I want to be there he's laughing. Be like, What's my name? What's my name, Shunny? I don't remember my name. Really, tell me. I'm senile. I'm going to start crying I again. Know, I know. I, all I know is I can I kick was the weeping. shit out of you. It was traumatic. All right, Wackley. I don't want to bring this up anymore. Dude, it's YouTube material. <laughs> yeah, it would be. So on the second wrong star scale, it's... I just think it's horrible that this guy got, you know, severely beaten in front of his family like that. I forgot like the story. That. The only story I remember now is you get your ass beat as a ninth grader. <laughs> what was the story? Well, the guy got his ass beat. Oh, by, the, pre- uh, the headmaster. Yeah, the headmaster right, right, got right, his ass got beat. It, yes. But I'm thinking the headmaster deserved it. I kind of do. Because English teachers were merciless back then. Pretty good beating, though. Yeah. With plates and the eye socket In front of his family. I'm going to give this uh, 3.75. I'm going to give it 4.25 because he did. He, it sounds like he got... A right beating. He did get a right thrashing. A right thrashing. A sound thrashing. Sound thrashing. Uh, people, we invite you to vote, and you can decide who won episode 224. Go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. Wackily, uh, we got a few phone calls to the Sick and Wrong hotline. People, you can call us. You don't have to be drunk or high. We just want you to be. Uh, 206-666-3846 is the number. Uh, you can also email the show at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Before we get to our first phone call... Here's another word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. We got a number of phone calls to Sick and Wrong Hotline. Uh, 
Why not kick off call number one here? Hey, boys. It's Christina. And uh, I'm feeling pretty stoned. And I am actually, uh, I just got back from my second, no, my third porn shoot. Um, I stopped doing porn like two or three years ago. And then I tried to do regular jobs and it didn't work out. So now I'm doing porn again, and I'm really excited. I feel like... <laughs> what do you suppose a regular job was? Well, we know, because we've talked to her. Her regular jobs were like uh, dominatrix, <laughs> fetish coach. I don't think she went and tried to like, yeah. work at Starbucks. I, I don't think she was working at Kinko's, was she? <laughs> no. But I can understand. It's like once you've done porn, it's like it's difficult to go into a Kinko's type of environment. It's difficult to not make a lot of money for having an orgasm, which are two awesome things. Or it's just for getting naked on a camera and making, like, as much as you'd make in, what, a month at a regular job? Or more, yeah. Yeah. I feel, like, more orgasmic now (laughs) than when I uh, first started. But what's funny is that, like, now I'm doing, like, really kinky porn, which is really cool. Um, And it's not, like, BDSM or anything. It's just, like crazy uh, sexual fantasy porn um, like uh, today I actually had to do a scene where I was fucking a unicorn <laughs> uh, and that was a lot of fun uh, I actually uh... did you say she did a scene where she was fucking a unicorn yes how does she fuck a unicorn there's going to be the other way around uh, do you subscribe to those semantic arguments no, I'm just wondering. Did, did she? You think there's a when 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 there's an act of fucking going on, somebody's fucking and somebody's getting fucked. I just want some more description here. Was it a girl dressed up as a unicorn wearing a horn? She was set a strap on and she was fucking the unicorn, or was she? You know what? What was she supposed to be? Just like a, a random person that goes around and fucks a unicorn. I'm I'm confused by this. Well, if the call goes on, we'll probably find out, or maybe right. we have to buy the thing. But have you heard of my new novel about? Uh... Teenage Unicorns in Vancouver. <laughs> no. no, it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it's going to be big. All right, yeah. Have you noticed there's this like resurgence of unicorn-themed things on the internet? You know, it's... There's it's, an undercurrent of it's unicorns. Always, yeah, but it's always made me resentful because I've liked unicorns since I've been a little boy. Well, I mean, look but, at the tattoo on your back. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the other ones on my legs. I don't but, look at those. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it just kind of makes me a bit resentful that now all of a sudden everyone's realizing how cool unicorns are. Well, dude, I mean, don't be like that indie rock guy who says, like, I was into Matthew Sweet before everybody else was. Oh, dude, like, just, just, just Way enjoy. to jump on the bandwagon late. <laughs> just just right? enjoy that everybody now likes Matthew Sweet. I'm enjoying the wave of It's good music, dude. Yeah. Unicorns are cool. And now you liked them before, and now everybody likes them, and that's good. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I was there before they were cool. All right? Well, my novel's gonna be big, dude. <laughs> oh, sorry, novels. <laughs> was it about those three gay unicorns that live on that planet with that kid, and they get in adventures, and like the the water's all brown, and it Did turns you read pink? it already? <laughs> <laughs> all right, carrying on. Yeah. It was just this dude in a unicorn outfit, and he just had, like, the, like, this tattered, like, unicorn head on, like, hood on, and, uh, a little tail, <laughs> and, uh, that was a lot of fun, and then on Monday, I had to do, like, a masturbation scene, um, 
and it was sort of like a Blade Runner type deal where everybody was dressed up in very futuristic outfits. It's like fan. Uh, that's Wackerly masturbation. <laughs> that's the Hello? sound. Of, that's the sound of Wackerly's erection when he's thinking of Christina masturbating. <laughs> in a Blade Runner scenario, very hot. Well, it needs a little bit more. People, you can go to our Facebook page and see pictures of Christina. And on my Facebook page, you see pictures of Christina wearing the sick and wrong shirt. Yes. And then think about her masturbating. All right, or getting see. fucked by a unicorn. Let's carry on. Uh, fashion porn. You know, for like hipster fags and that sort of thing where they're really into the look more so than what's actually what? going on. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And so, oh, and I sucked on, um, we did like this whole thing, like a stra- like we strapped on these huge dildos to these stuffed animals, and I was, uh, I was made to suck on them while enjoying, uh, enjoying it, the unicorn that was nibbling at my clit. <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to share that with everybody because, uh, I don't know, because I fucking can. And it's going to be up soon, and once I'll get out my, you know, my stage name, and everybody can go and see it. Um, the unicorn porn <laughs> is actually going to be on audition, uh, or actually, no, it's going to be a part of a website that's going to be on kink.com uh, soon. Hmm. So I'm really excited. Nice. And, the yeah. and then next time it's going to be mm-hmm. vampire porn and demon porn. It's going to be fucking, I'm actually going to be... Demon? A vampire that's gonna get fucked by the by demon. Steak. And then I'm going to exercise demons out of my partner by fucking him in a latex nun uniform. Oh, the demon's and, gonna be uh, inside yeah. the butthole. <laughs> the man, the star. Star. Fuck. So, demon, I thought you were above thank that. you, gentlemen. I hope you have a very good week. I was gonna say something else, but whatever. Uh, maybe next time. Okay, bye. She should come to San Francisco if she's working for Kink. Yeah, if she's working for Kink or videos are in there. I didn't know that they did this kind of fantasy hipster porn. You know, actually, I kind of take issue with this hipster porn. Why would you watch porn to watch what the what they look like rather than the action? Uh, it's it's the irony that's embedded into everything now, and like you can't be too ironic. I hate this image oriented culture in which we live. This is, (laughs) but think about this. You know, I'm watching porn. If I'm watching something, you know, where I really care about the image or the scenery or the visuals, I'd want to watch like I don't want to watch porn. Yeah, you'd be watching Fantasia, your favorite movie. Exactly, or or you know the the last unicorn, the, <laughs> the animated movie. <laughs> nice. But no, I'm just saying it's like, do you watch porn? Just be like, wow, I really love that background and her hair is amazing. No, but I will makeup. say this: I, I'm starting to be desensitized. Like to like, and everybody gets a little bit desensitized. But I'm starting to become desensitized at an alarming rate to the point where like I'll sit down to beat off. <laughs> In front of the internet, I'm so glad my mom doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> but um, you know, so you go into you go into uh, jizz tube, porn Chat hub, you whatever, <laughs> and so they got like t- just hundreds of videos, and I'm like, there's been times where I scroll through like five pages, and I'm just like, uh, nothing, none of this shit turns me on. Not, I'm not even a stir. No. Maybe that's what you need, though, is some unicorn porn. You need some no, that's further what I'm saying. stimulation. It sounds kind of cool. I mean, I think, or demon porn. Maybe you need something else. Maybe you need a guy in a guar yeah. outfit. One of the guys from guar fucking a chick or something. I'm not, and and a I'm big, just, huge I'm not saying cock. this happens regularly, and it's not an ED thing. It's just a, like, 
This shit's also a boring thing. I don't know. Maybe, and it's usually like on the fifth try- time I'm trying to beat off on like a day that I'm really hungover. What if it was a dude just shoving mice up some girl's rectum? <laughs> I would watch it. I might not beat off to it. Well, Christina, when those videos come out on Kink, uh, you got to give us a link or at least tell us where we can promote your site because yeah. uh, we always do love to hear about your porn exploits. I just want to see the Blade Runner shit. Hell yeah. What's call number two? What's up, Dan Lance? Hey, this is Dennis from Idaho. Long time listener, first time caller and all that fucking bullshit. Anyway, I had a cigarette story for you. We was out uh, drinking at our favorite drinking hole down there in a little town called Blackfoot. Piece of shit. Little place. <laughs> and uh, awesome. my buddy Jeremiah, who we call Bullfrog, see if you can get the uh, the contacts there. Got it. He does a lot of heroin, like the <laughs> lead singer of Three Dog Night. Right? I think that's where he's going with that. Good job. Or he's a Mormon. Uh, we was talking about girls that do anal. And uh, so he goes off on this tirade about this one girl he'd been fucking quite a long time and they talked about it a few times and never really uh, came to fruition until a little while ago. Probably about a month ago. She, uh, I love how he's like, they talked about it. It's him as please, 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 yes, please. Just, come on, please, please, please. Can I stick in the brown eye, please? Something I call <laughs> relentless pressure. Relentless pressure till finally she caved and was like, all right, let's just do this. Sometimes you can just do the... Uh like, you know, aggressive sex, whoops, missed the hole, get in the other hole a little bit. Oh, like Clarence Thomas style. <laughs> oh, baby, I missed the hole. Sorry about that. <laughs> Don't sue me for sexual harassment. Yeah. I wouldn't have sued you for sexual harassment until you stuck it in my butthole. <laughs> that would be, I want to be at that trial. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Shut up, baby. I never did that. I... I liked him when he was just fucking my vagina, but the butthole was too much, and I want $11 million. <laughs> they were fucking, and she was getting all into it, and they were doing kinky shit with handcuffs and all that crazy shit, and finally tells him, you know, I want you to fuck me in the ass, so he's like, okay, whatever. Whoa. So get some After nap- all the pleading, and then she asks for it, and he's like, whatever? Wait, I, I love this guy's how, an unreliable narrator. But I love how there's like this whole like progressive steps towards anal sex. Yes. It's like we handcuffs. did the handcuffs and all this kinky Edible stuff until underwear. eventually... <laughs> chocolate negligee. Yes. Until eventually she's like, all right, what about the ass fucking? And he's like, yeah. oh, okay. But be careful, though, because then you're at the pinnacle, and where do you go from there? Yeah. Gerbils. <laughs> Gerbling's next. Yeah. Astro Glide or whatever the fuck and uh starts plowing away and uh she seems really liking it she's like oh she's moaning like crazy he's yeah, really liking the it is in her ass and it hurts <laughs> they liking this shit and they do it for about 15 minutes is what he said and uh he's about to come and he drives really really hard into her ass and she lets out this blood curdling scream and he flips out and not gently pulls it out of her ass and he says half her asshole came out as he came out basically said it looked like a miniature meat slinky oh my god (laughs) 
what the fuck is a regular size meat slinking? <laughs> I don't even want to think of a miniature one. A meat slinky. Uh. Yeah. So, needless to say, we call him Slinky now. <laughs> but, uh, figure you guys get a kick out of that. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Later. You know what he's referring to there? The dreaded pink sock. Yes. A prolapse rectum. Yes. What do you do There's in, nothing in that scenario? <laughs> what do you do in that scenario, though? It's like you finally convince your girlfriend to have anal sex with you. She finally does. The worst you, possible thing happens. You prolapse her rectum. Do you just run and just leave the room immediately? You know, relationship's over? I think you got to take her to the emergency room, dude. I think you or shove you it, back it back in, in with, with your, your finger. Your cock. <laughs> oh, I was going to say with your cock. Did you ever see someone posted a porn clip on the forum of like some, it was like an orgy scene and some girl was getting fucked in the ass and I think she's getting double penetrated. Pink Sock came out and dude didn't even care. Like he just keeps, like the guy that was fucking her ass stopped fucking her ass because half of it was hanging out. Yes. And the other guy just continued, you know, having sex with her vaginally. Well, he can't see the prolapse at that point. He doesn't know what's going on. It was on disgusting. It was shaking like a little pink tail. It was tickling his balls. <laughs> he probably thought it was the dude. You know that's the thing. With, that's the thing Gross. with anal sex. It's like I'm not really that into it. It's potentially it can be really painful, <laughs> you know. And and furthermore, it's not all that enjoyable. I think as a dude, I mean it. It is because it's, it's a, a psychological hold. thing. You mean for the guy or for the girl? For both. Because you're doing something so nasty, and you know, there's the domination, being dominated. Yeah. You know what I don't like about it. This is what I don't like about it. I you don't get like... shit all over your dick? <laughs> no, even beyond that. That, that, no, that, that. But that's collateral damage. What I don't like about it is I don't like... Uh, I've had more than one girlfriend say, you're the only guy I'd ever let do this. Which basically means <laughs> your dick is small enough that it doesn't hurt too bad. You know, that's, that's what it means. And it's yes. like, as soon as they say that, I'm like, you're never getting anal sex again, <laughs> ingrate. It's better than... It's better than... Switch out only with latest. <laughs> You're the latest guy today that I'm allowed to do this. That hasn't paid me to do this. <laughs> By the way, pay the rent. So what's uh, the final call here? Gentlemen, Brad the Impaler. Nice. Just heard more girls' story this week about the uh, big fat grandma lady hanging out in the swimsuit, and it reminded me of my first exposure. Do we need to recap since we've we've gone we've skipped a week with the interview? Uh, so a couple weeks ago, I think it was episode two twenty two. More girl, uh, our one of our Floridian fans. She called in. And, and, one of uh, our morgue employee fans. Yes, a related story that wasn't morgue related, but was uh, grandma related. Where um, stepson grandma related. Yeah, her, her uh, stepson saw his grandmother's labia hanging, flaccid, gray at the labia beach. at the beach from a bikini. Yeah, gross, hot. Me and my first exposure to Bush. I was probably eight or nine years old swimming in the Boulder Reservoir here in Colorado, and I'm swimming up to one of those floating platforms. And I'm underwater, and when I pop up, I pop up between the legs of a big, fat, pregnant lady sitting on the platform with Bush running down her legs and up to her belly button smoking on a cigarette. I don't now, was the Bush... <laughs> was she without <laughs> bathing suit bottoms, or was the Bush creeping out beyond the perimeter of the... Coverage of the bathing suit. Dude, I think it was like full Wolfman Jack. Like, it was oh, coming out of... Like, what I understand is, why is this disgusting pregnant monster wearing a bikini? Yeah. You know? It's just like, what, she just wants to horrify everybody there? She's shameless. Yeah. 
Although I do love the visual of, you know how they have those diving platforms that are in the middle of the lake? Yeah, it's floating out there. How did the pregnant lady get the cigarette... The, the the cigarette out there. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like was she swimming? You know, kind of like a manatee with the yeah, well, with that's flipper obvious. in the air. <laughs> you know, like holding the cigarette. I don't get. Well, that. she also has to hold the lighter. Don't forget about that. Yeah, and then and a lighter. Yeah, that's a good visual. But uh, but I'm gonna burst your bubble and and point out something hilarious at the same time. People don't generally smoke in California because it's so health conscious. But don't you remember in Michigan when you go on like canoe trips and stuff, they actually make special plastic containers that you hang around your neck for your cigarettes for your and lighter. Cigarettes, they're, yeah. they're watertight. And I, they probably say like, oh, it's for your wallet, but everybody uses them for cigarettes. For cigarettes, it's probably what you use. I'm sure it is. I don't know how she got a dry cigarette out in the middle of the platform there, but uh, yep. it scared the hell out of me. I screamed and dove back underwater. It just kind of startled the lady, but um, it's kind of funny now that I'm in my 30s. I'm kind of kind of like the bush. It's not bad. So uh, I, like I don't know bush. if I'm like one of those girls who's diddled by their daddies when they're a kid and they uh, grow up and they uh, fuck a whole bunch of older men. Maybe maybe that bush scarred me into liking bush. I don't know. I don't know. Wonderful shit, gentlemen. Keep it sick, etc. Bye-bye. I love Bradley and Paler because it's succinct. And he it's enunciates. Laconic. And he enunciates. And everything's like a short, brief, succinct story. It's nice. He'd be you a know, good ad pitch man. Oh, he'd be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. He'd be great. Or an auctioneer. Yeah, or an auctioneer. But, um, you know, I agree with him. I do have a predilection for Bush myself. I've always have. And uh, I feel it harkens back to your first sexual experiences. I mean, we're probably the same age as Brad. and uh, Or, you know, roughly Similar, the same age. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you remember, it's like... Back in the day, the first giner you ever touched was, furry. was definitely furry, you know. And it's like I think it's it's a recapturing that essence of youth. Yeah, you this whole futuristic, you know, everybody in the future has a shaved bald head, and in every every strip club, every girl has no hair in her vagina. This shit's got to end. You know what it that is? Shit, that shit is 2009. It's, it's 2010 now. Grow it back. You know what's interesting is uh, we had a fan, Capretta from Australia, who uh, sent us a care package not too long ago. And yes, in he's it, the he admiral included, of the Australian train corps. Yeah, the he's the train Army. engineer. Um, he included a Playboy from 1975, January 1975, the year I was born. Right. And uh, reading through it... It's it's hot to see those chicks, a little bit of bush down there. Bush and real tits. And real tits. But whereas you're just viewing a Playboy that I just penthouse. produced. Or Penthouse. A Penthouse I just produced a week ago. Mm-hmm. And not a single girl in there has real tits or a bush. Right. It's Most like, of them don't even have a racing strip. It's just nothing. It's like, it's like, like a bald to, chicken. <laughs> it's like trying to beat off to like pictures of mannequins. I, yeah, I, I, it's not. You don't know what. Although it's I was hot feminine. for Kim Cattrall in the movie Mannequin, <laughs> but I'm sure she had Bush back then. She probably did. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, ladies, you know, just grow it out there. Grow a little bit out every now and then. I might. Not? You know what? You say a little bit, and I used to be on that boat. Like, don't let it get too wild. But I'm starting to think, like, let it go, man. I don't care. Are you a lesbian now? They're whacking me. You're gonna scissor kick them? Yes, <laughs> I am. And I'm gonna start a brush fire with my vagina. Here. I like it trimmed. I like it within reason. I don't like this That's crazy no, afro. No, no. I don't want buckwheat in between her I know, legs. I know what you're saying, and I used to think that way, but I'm starting to even go beyond that. I'm pushing the envelope. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that, Rackley. But uh. <laughs> hey, do you, you know, next year, talk to me, and you're gonna be like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's you're cutting edge though. You're always above the cr- yes. you know above the trend. You're trendsetter. When it comes to genital hair suitness, <laughs> I'm on the cutting edge. You're right. People call the Cigarong Hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. We do always love to hear from you. Uh, so wackily, uh, we got a package um, from uh, one of our beloved listeners, longtime listener Jordy Al. Evidently, that's true. <laughs> Evidently, he sent us a package. He writes, uh, "Now then, lads." I posted a small package to the snail mail address as a token of my gratitude for your efforts and churning out a sick and wrong episode every week. Yes. It contains a couple of books from Newcastle's most famous literary stable, which should improve your grasp of the English language because at present it's fucking awful. I couldn't agree with you more there, Jordi Al. (laughs) Also, your favorite childhood card game has come of age. They are, as you can see, unopened, but I'm certain that the pack designated for Wackley will contain a card that bears a striking similarity. Likewise, D's pack. I really did see these and think of you. There's also an envelope marked for D, which relates to a thread that I shall post in the general section of the forum titled, Would You Pay for the Show? And uh, yeah, he actually enclosed an envelope with 20 bucks that he sent to me. Not to Wackley, even though I bought beers for you. Anyway. I made you buy me beers yeah. with that money because you stupidly showed it to me. But it was still cool, though. I mean, it, it was like $20 of free beer. Where the hell did you get a greenback in the UK? I guess they just used it as toilet paper over there. <laughs> the pound is so much more sound. Because it's worthless. Yeah. Uh, the splitty in the post office reckoned it would take five to eight working days to parcel land in the P.O. box. And what a week for Wacker to bother his arse to go collect it. So yes. I'll put up the thread soon when I can be arse. Regards, Jordi Al. As a matter of fact, Jordi Al, we did get this in the mail. Um... I think the cards that he sent, you, you got the geek power cards. Right, and I'm on the cover, the first one there. And I, I got the mullet power here. It's sort of like Magic the Gathering, but, um, but for, with cards, for laughs, you know, L-A-F-F-S. I think these are, have you ever heard of top cards? Top? Top cards, yeah. We used to have these in Africa where it's like, yeah, oh. with, with animals. With so you know what he's talking cards, about. Yeah, you play top cards. Like You put it out and you'd be like, you know, uh, style. And my style would be eight, yours would be six, and I get no, your card. No, mine's eight, too. It says corduroy, oh, Okay, then it'd be casual. a tie, and it'd be a tie, and you play oh, top card. Sounds fun. Do but, we uh, play against each other their own decks, or do we split the deck? We usually have the same deck. Like, you'd oh, have okay. a deck of, uh, right. you know, cards. So it would be, it would be and, your geeks against my, my geeks, yeah, instead but, yeah. of, like, the geeks against the mullet Against power. the mullets, yeah. Oh, okay, right. I guess you could probably play it that yeah, way. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun. He also sent us uh, the Rogers Profanosaurus, the Magna Farta, and Rogers Profanosaurus. Um, the original. By Terry Jones, the original here. Yeah. So thank you, Jordi Al, for these uh, amazing gifts, actually. They're going to come quite... They're going to be quite useful. It's nice to get useful gifts. I did flip through the the uh, whatever, the se- the second edition there, the paperback, and there were just a t- the Magna Farta. And uh, there were a ton of, you know, English slang swearing idioms that i've never heard of before yeah you know uh, i'm just gonna read one right here but uh, at random but a get- fringe parter which is a gusty fanny fart during a session of cumulolimbus a lip rattler <laughs> so i think when you're eating a girl out she, she queefs. queefs in yes, your face right. yeah so you need to even translate the definition yeah because no, it's, it's too it's, english it's, yeah it's, it's, it's too geordie it's words that i <clears throat> i probably would never use but um i'm definitely going to have to read that End to end and uh, become familiar. Yeah. Become acquainted with some of those terms. Well, now I'll, I'll finally be able to understand everything that's going on in Benny Hill. 
Yeah, exactly. You'll, it won't you'll, be so You'll get so all obscure. the innuendos. It won't be so obscure to me anymore. So thank you, Jordy Al, for saying that. It was much appreciated. And that $20 went to beer for me in Wackerly last Saturday. Uh, people, we do love receiving gifts. You can send it to the Sick and Wrong P.O. Box. Uh, I think the address is right on the uh, main page of the website. Yes. Hey, if you haven't already joined the Sick and Wrong Forum, I don't know what you're waiting for. There's a lot of people on there right now. I think there's like around 4,800 members. A lot of action going on. One of the recent threads is uh, someone announced or proclaimed that uh, Kitty is the new form queen. No mm. longer Kendra. Yeah. Kitty. Our old queen has, has abdicated the throne, basically. She abdicated the throne, and I think Kitty kind of took it over. But you know what? I, I don't think Kendra there's, would begrudge that. There's several females that I think could hold the title of queen of that forum. Yeah. What about Crusher? Yeah, she comes to mind. She's a yeah. frequent poster. Uh, Lacey Post crazy is another shit. one. Lacey. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? Maybe we should have a vote. Because you gotta, be, you, gotta be a, you gotta be a frequent poster to be the queen. I mean, there's a lot of good female Kitty, posters. That Kitty don't... though is a is a, a pretty avid poster, though. right? And plus, she sewed together clan outfits to do uh, chat roulette. Yeah, it would be badass. difficult to beat her. But I would say, I say, we have a vote to declare who is a new sick and wrong um, forum queen. Are you going to set that up in a post? Someone will. but i'd say someone should do that and we'll announce it maybe uh next week's show yeah does Um, it have to be a woman (laughs) no it could be a guy it could be a guy am i disqualified (laughs) no is it like employees of the show i I think i think uh a host is disqualified it has to be a listener so i can't be the or a forum forum forum. member yeah all right okay We'll, we'll see go you know go vote on it we can declare the new forum queen maybe next week uh, if you haven't already, uh, make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave us a comment and give us a five-star rating. We've been doing well. We've been beating the Christian podcast consistently. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. So uh, make sure you uh, support the show by uh, subscribing via iTunes. Also, the best way to support the show is buying a Sick and Wrong t-shirt from the Sick and Wrong store because that way you not only buy a t-shirt and donate to the show and support us that you know financially but you're also wearing a shirt wearing yeah. your sick and wrong colors yeah broadcasting to the world that i listen to podcasts i noticed one of my facebook friends was trying to get on like that british show x factor and then he had like a group that you could become a fan of and the only reason i became a fan of it is because i'm hoping he'll wear a t-shirt on the show that would be awesome yeah Actually, that's a good idea. If uh, you know, if you try out for American Idol, <laughs> if you're a reality TV star and you're a fan of the show, please wear the shirt. Yeah, please wear the shirt. It helps if, us out. If you're at a natural disaster and there's a news crew there, please wear the please shirt. Please wear the shirt. <laughs> if you murder your entire family, <laughs> please wear the I've shirt. I've told you I'm on the fence about that scenario a little bit. Also, I uh, recently renovated the uh, Sigaron Cafe Press store, which is a link right off our, our um, on our website at the Good job, store D. page. Looks but, uh, there's a, but there are many new logos. You can go check it out and uh, buy some new Sigaron merchandise. Uh, finally, finally, the Sigaron song of the week was sent in by a guy who calls himself Cobra. He says, "Hey, dudes, Cobra here. I think it'd be dope if you played Mammaries and Camaries." By the Guerrillionaires for the song of the week. Wow. May I be the official sick and wrong drug and alcohol counselor? I'm a case manager at a lockdown facility for Washington State, way up north near the Cheeseheads. Something sick and wrong happens here daily. Yeah, like bestiality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're more than welcome to be the sick and wrong drug counselor. I think the sick and wrong drug and alcohol counselor would have to be like 
you need to drink more alcohol because uh, you're <laughs> failing miserably. How many beers do you have today, Markley? Four? Three. Three? Yeah. You need at least two more. Yeah, right? good, good point. That's what the sick and wrong drug alcohol and counselor would do. But I don't anyway, know. I, I can see his position though, because I mean, you ever watch that show Intervention? Mm. One of the best things to do is get really Talk about high, CC Deville. get really high, or and drunk, and watch Intervention, and then judge, <laughs> judge the people who have a problem. That's fun. All right, so Cobra, you are the new official sick and wrong drug and alcohol counselor. Keep yeah. it sick, keep it wrong, Cobra. He writes postscript. Uh, my real name isn't Cobra, mm. so I don't know if it's you Commander. That. Yeah, I think it's Commander. Or Destro. <laughs> so we're going to end the show here with Mammaries and Camerys by the Guerrillionaires. <laughs> we'll be back next week, people, with episode uh, 225. Until then, take a seat. When I whip out my dick, I'm straight pulling up aces. Now finger my asshole while I come on your braces. Dance, dance. This is the song. Then lick my titties, suck my titties, back my titties. Song. Black titties, white titties, red titties, dance I don't give a fuck, put your titties in my hand T-I-T-T-Y Girl, aim them things like you're doing a drive-by Your areola's like RC Cola Girl, pop the top, it's too small to hold you Baby, you don't need no one to bra You need something spectacular Just pretend that I'm Dracula And let me get a suck of them big top tops Rolling with my top down in my souped up 86 Corolla Chinese, Japanese, any of these As long as I can make you my areola Rolling with my top down and my dick out 86 Corolla Memories and Camrys and oh Pitch, poke, you owe me a coke, bitch Now let me suck it, let me fuck it, let me take a hit Books, check them out Books, check them out. AIDS, AIDS, put them in your mouth, put them in your pocket, and bring them to your house. All I do all day is think about the Lord and how He changed my life. Alright, I'm getting preachy, I'll stop. Be cool about fire safety. Be cool about fire safety. Be cool about fire safety. Books, check them out. Check them out. In 2003, young people the ages of 15 to 24 counted for half of all. Worldwide. I mean, think about it! Nerds, the cereal, nerds, the gum, nerds, the candy, eat my shit, drink my piss, nerds, the cereal, nerds, the gum, nerds, the candy, eat my shit, drink my piss. Uh, uh-huh, yo, turn me up, turn me up, uh, uh, uh. Uh. If a titty was a word in the dictionary, be a pick of you when you're flabby very So come over here if you feel excited and bring your friends, they're both invited. Come over here if you feel excited and bring your friends, they're both invited. Chris Goss's dad was a cop, right? You remember that? <laughs> He, yeah, he he handcuffed a one-armed dude to a chain link fence once and beat him with his own arm, his fake arm, and then left the arm there as he took the dude to the station. <laughs> Damn, dude, his dad's a badass. Yeah, his dad is a badass. He had a, he would have a lighter in each room of their house because <laughs> he didn't like to carry it, but he always wanted to be able to smoke. <laughs>